Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the number one podcast in the land, or at least in our hearts. And welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. I am your host, Maverick Stone. And today, today, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. Today, we ha- we it's just the three of us. It's Sassy Lady and Gingerino today. <laughs> oh, man. You're matching my energy today, man. This is, uh, <laughs> this is something else. <laughs> Imagine if you energy. like, yeah. If you like what you've listened to or have seen on our YouTube channel, how about you give us a follow on Twitter at FalloutRTB? Or, like I said, if you're on YouTube, why don't you just search us up at the Fallout Roundtable? It's how you know it's us. It's the same logo as on our Spotify. We also got an email address FalloutRTB at gmail.com. Oh, now, wow. did, did you it. practice that? That you was. That was the best one yet, Mav. I'm proud of you. That was fantastic. Attaboy. Thank so you. proud of Thank you. Thank you. I, I took 20 minutes to do all that. <laughs> He's just monsters. practicing beforehand. <laughs> He's like, follow RTB. Follow RTB gmail.com. Find us on YouTube. Look for the, no look for the same no picture. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get to our wonderful episode. Our very special episode today. See, I had to include that. Okay, yeah, we do have guys. to include that. The yeah. special which which of the which special. of the special is this episode? Is it more of an intelligence based episode? Oh, no, I, I feel like it would be more of an an intel an intelligence match with charisma. Intelligence charisma, my favorite build. Actually, I love intelligence. I yes. do love an intelligence build. I do. Right, it's good. <laughs> I love charisma builds. I just love doing. I like I like talking down the big bad boss that a game builds up. As, I know. Super, That's super hard, and you're just like, hey, why don't you sh- stop doing the thing? And he's like, like I really right. think this All is right. not the right time to be throwing your weight around. They're like, you know what? You're right. He makes a good point. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> wow. Well, any- anyway, Sassy Lady, why-, why don't you give us what we're going to be talking about in this so, episode? I had an idea going back to Fallout 4, which had multiple factions that you could join up with 
and multiple ways that you could end the game, basically. And I thought, what if we talked about whichever way we ended Fallout 4, whoever we went with, whoever we sided with, how do we feel the Wasteland would have kind of played out, how things would have played out after our involvement based on our choices in Fallout 4? Ah, so okay. we're going deep, deep into past. Well, yeah, it's deep, actually, it's deep actually deep in, in the future. Past, I guess. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much in the future. It is the future because you guys know Fallout is for real, right? In the future, it happens for real. Oh yeah, it's it, happening it, in you know what, less than fifty years or right around fifty. Years. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually kind of scary to think about. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It has been well, anyway, who wants to start? Uh, sh- I, I, I can think, go. Yeah, I think Ginger should go. Heck yeah. Okay, so in Fallout 4, I ended the game with the Institute. Now, before you call me a monster, I, I do... <laughs> monster! I do, I do no, I def- this story. <laughs> I do want to defend it by saying I had to go with the Institute because all the other factions were glitched out and bugged out, and I couldn't hand the quests in. So that's right. I forgot. That's no all, that was that was the only one I could choose. That being said, it was a it was a fun it was a fun ending, and uh, there's some interesting. Uh, there's some interesting. Stuff. I turned on survival mode after I had beaten the game, and Institute's actually kind of helpful in survival mode. Not as good as the Brotherhood, but anyways, that's a different topic for another day. Um, so that was who I ended right. up choosing. They blew up the Pridwin. Spoiler alert. Hey! Um. They uh, destroyed the railroad. I can't remember. I don't think they destroy the Minutemen, do they? Minutemen stay no matter what. No, no they stayed. Yeah, because you have they to have st- Preston Garvey constantly na- yeah. nagging you. To don't even get me started about Preston He's Garvey. Going anywhere. <laughs> don't yeah, even get me started. End of the world. He, Cockroaches he and Preston you, Garvey. Though, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't true. like you afterwards, though. Well, no. that's true, I guess. Yeah, he but does if not he wants, like you. That's fine, <gasps> but he's good looking. Hey, Jaxus is in the house. Jexus is in the house. All right. Hello, Jexus. So Hello, yeah, so while, he, while he's had... together, hey, there he is. Yeah, okay. He'll Hello. he'll fi- he'll figure out what we're talking about. Let's see how. Right. Let's see if he can put it together. All right. Um. So <laughs> I got stuck with the institute at the end of Fallout Four. So how how do I think it would go? So let's see. Well, one, I think that there's going to be a lot more synths running around, so you can expect a lot of the Commonwealth population to be gone. Um, Wonderful. if we're including the DLC, they're also going to hunt... just improved, right? No, sorry, improved. They're going to be a lot more just improved, more mechanical. Yeah, I guess... food. No, people will be gone, and they'll be replaced with synths. And then runaway synths are no longer going to have the protection of the railroad, so you, that's going to cause them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Now, I wonder if in destroying the railroad, if they're able to get the locations of where a bunch of other ones are. Because then that would probably take up a lot of the Institute's time post-Fallout 4. So they wouldn't be too focused on stuff within the Commonwealth. Although I kind of got the feeling like they weren't that interested in the Commonwealth by the end of Fallout 4. They were just sort of like, eh, this place sucks. We're just going to keep doing our own thing. So I think that they're going to let the Commonwealth and all that kind of go to hell in a handbasket, really. I don't know. That's kind of the direction I'm going in. So you think it all just falls apart? I think uh, that they will let. Are we a speculating lot of... Fallout Five again? No, no. no. Close so, though. No, 
to catch you up, uh, based on your faction that you went with in Fallout Four, how do your how do you foresee what happens to the Commonwealth, Commonwealth. post your involvement? Yeah. And oh, I'm which going... faction I chose while playing Fallout Four? How right. I would see the yeah the what world you... turning yeah. out? Yes, or at least the Commonwealth yeah. after the game is, is over and all this that. Is and Eric's I... talking about the Institute. Yeah, I went with the Institute, and I think they'll just okay. let things fall apart to be honest but i i don't think that they'll let it fall completely apart because they still need they still need to have control groups for their experiments because they're all scientists right there right so they need to maintain some level of civilization there so they have people to abduct and replace with synths and gather other data on perform experiments so i think they'll maintain a base level of livability in the area but to be I, I don't see them actually fair, taking a vested interest in how people are doing. But did they before, really? No, not really. They were yeah. just doing experiments. But like, if things start to get really bad and it threatens their source of experimentation, then they're, they're probably going to interfere in some way. Especially now that they're not worried about things like the Brotherhood of Steel or the railroad interfering. They kind of have, they'll probably feel a little more confident in being able to go out and uh, more gutsy experiments. Oh, I suppose they don't necessarily have to be living underground anymore, right? They can just kind of be out with it. Okay, but okay, Sassy, have you you've been in the institute? Yeah. Would you choose to stay inside the institute? Well, I would. There? Yes, exactly. I would, right? You because wouldn't leave. It is posh, but oh yeah, bougie too. But the they don't have to worry about like whether people know that they're there. It's true, but they do have to worry about death claws and super yeah. mutants and radiation, and also it's just dirty out there. It really is dirty. It doesn't work. I don't well want to sleep on this this roachy <laughs> germ ridden mattress when I can go back to my cushy. As everything was pristine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it, was it was really nice, nice down there. <laughs> um, they'll probably make more coursers, actually, if they do start uh, adventuring out. So they might actually even start to like really lock the area down and stop other people from coming in. And as they get more and more bold, their experiments might become more and more bold. Uh, so I see like superhuman people. Maybe they could end up doing something like that. They don't strike me as like the FEV type of experimentation people, but I mean, they might start like. Well, yeah. So I'm thinking like, not that they're trying to make like the FEV type people, but wouldn't they? I mean, if you're already making a robot, wouldn't you like want to dial it up a little bit? Make it like the fastest human. You know what's probably going to happen is they're going to they're going to perfect they're going to perfect their synthetics technology and then the synths are going to be like, hey, wait, we're we're better than you. And then they're going to just destroy everyone, and then they're going to make Terminator. the perfect synthetic utopian yes! society. Yes, Skynet! The Commonwealth, Terminator. The Commonwealth will actually be, end up being a utopia, but these synth humanoids, they're going to create a boundary around the Commonwealth that looks really hellscape-ish so that nobody wants to come to the Commonwealth. Yes. But actually, if you get to the middle of the Commonwealth, the synths have created the perfect society. That's what I think happens. There yes, you go. Because they want everyone to stay out. It took me a little bit to build up steam, but I got there. All right. I got there. <laughs> that's, I that's like my... Jax, what are your thoughts on like this? Do you think I'm wrong? What do you think, Jax? You know I'm right. Well, what do you I'm... think you know I'm right? <laughs> if I'm supposed to go on how I saw the game going from my Well, okay. Of... So based well, off like if the Institute goes, what do you think? Because we'll, yeah, we'll each get to talk about Eric's, our faction. Uh, idea. The Institute, um, yeah. if they were to take over, I'd 
I see them uh, kind of becoming the, if not being part of the enclave. Really? I, I see them I as no different that. than the enclave. Oh, yeah. No, well, yeah. I see I them see really that, as no though. different than the enclave. I mean, they're, they're elitists. The only problem I could see with them in the enclave is which one would, because they would both demand allegiance to the Who, themselves. Who's going right? to win the pissing match? That's right. all. Exactly. Who's going to be in charge? That's pretty much what's going to happen. So that's that's a good point though because i see them being aligned but yeah as long as they can get past that one conflict that's a good point yeah for all we know the the institute could be there could be the enclaves deep science division kind of like how hydra was the yeah. you know with captain america because we don't know i love his comparisons it always goes to some marvel comic or a dc nerd i'm sorry i'm 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 yeah, I, i'm on a binge right now because tie together it, it ties it's, together it's not it's like not. i'm way out there you gotta speak Nerd, nerddom fandom you, you gotta speak happen. marvel uh to the the marvel fans out there for all you marvel fans listening to the show hi welcome to the show welcome, welcome to the show welcome dc to the fans show lighten up a little bit man. oh jaxis you'd be super proud maverick intro the show really well he really did he got he nailed the email address and everything yeah it was good. nailed and, it awesome. and he kept it he kept it on task i'm the bad guy now He's the bad guy. All right. So speaking of on task, who's going next? How about you, Mav, How since about... you're on and talking? Yeah, we got to get him talking. before the monster crashes. Before, and before he done. crashes from his sugar, <laughs> non-sugar high, I guess, his, his caffeine buzz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so for mine, I, for my, well, I, I did all of them, but but for the sake of the question and the topic, I will go with the Minutemen. I you can't Be, I because I, I I had I had the most fun doing it. Okay, <laughs> the brother brotherhood. It just seemed like no, it just seemed weird. The institute, you, uh, you're you're just hacking a robot. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Brotherhood's weird. bunch of bunch of grown men in robot suits, and then a, the institute, a bunch of robots in human suits. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I'm all about the real humans over here. Exactly. So, uh, so the uh, Minutemen, Brotherhood the, is human, damn it. <laughs> you, you, you should probably talk to talk about dance then. I, th I think we know which Jaxus is going to choose for the. Yeah, we we all know. Dan, Dan, dance is blasphemy. He's, he's excommunicado. Cool, oh, that broke my heart. Don't even bring that up. That was so sad. You guys should have seen the radio show. I'm telling you, it was fantastic. All right, Matt. Sorry, you interrupted. But tell us what do you think is going to happen? Don't... So, so after the Minutemen, you know, after the Minutemen blow up the Pridwin, you know, and then and then blow up the Institute. Spoiler alert! If anyone hasn't seen it, spoiler. Game alert. came out in 2015. You haven't played it by now. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's your fault, not mine. I have played it through and through. I shouldn't say that; it's not your fault. But it has been eight years, so spoiler alerts: we're going to talk about the game. We're we're going to talk about because we're a Fallout podcast. Yeah, what are you doing here if you haven't played the Fallout games? Wait a second, <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, we're, hey. we're not a lore cast; we're a round table. Hey. Maybe they're just dipping their toe in the water. I know. And <laughs> I'm Welcome glad to the club. Now, hurry I'm up! I'm glad they're here. I really am. All right. So, yeah. So what do you? Yeah, think but now? let's get back. Let Let's get back. But yeah, uh, I think they would grow, grow to all the, the after you being the general, being named the general, 
you can't see me, but quotation marks the general, even though no one else voted on it, and you know, you just handed it, say, here, here you go. Yeah, because Preston didn't want it, even though he likes to boss yeah. you around, and you're yeah, the Yeah, and charge. it's a video game, so you get the title whether you want it or not. Right. Yeah. But I think it would grow more. I think it would be a better place. I, I think they would form a government. I, I, I think, you know, after the Quincy massacre, after you rebuilt everything, pretty much rebuilt your character, rebuilt everything. I just think it would be a better place. I mean, you'd still have those scary monsters, but you'd have someone to protect you. Like if you, if you raiders came, you'd, you'd at least have an attempt at it. It doesn't, you know. When it comes to the Commonwealth and stuff like that, I always see them joining up with NCR. I just yeah, see that. Those, I, I, I see, see all those factions. Too, but I I, basically, I see NCR just kind of, we're taking everybody along with this yeah. ride. Assuming the yeah. NCR actually make it over there. It's the same. Yeah, yeah, long, yeah I'll say. I, well, it just to me, that's the way it seems. Not, like, if those stuff. kinds of factions were to take over, NCR is the most organized and massive in size. You know, but, I mean, but it's all got that the entire bureaucracy where nothing happens. Welcome to government. I get it, but you know, I feel I mean, like bureaucracy does unlike, a lot of good stuff. I mean, you're able to do your job because of bureaucracy in the in the worlds we live in. So, I mean, yeah, it's just wrong. sometimes you're not it, wrong at all. Sometimes they got to discuss discuss things in a committee for six months to get something done. But yeah. that's to make sure that it's actually something that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can not, talk about it for six months, then it's clearly important enough to get done. So, yeah. I, I feel like there would be less less of the NCR, what I like to call the NCR bureaucracy. I can't even say it now. Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy now than... Hero Kitty. Or, or it'd be like a state within the NCR. Mm. If we're going the NCR route. I think you make a good point about them like doing good for the commonwealth the minutemen definitely have a value system that i think would make a decent it would make a good society in a lot of ways i think uh when when some like danger or conflict comes in it might be a little different mm-hmm. yeah no, no, i agree I, I see that they would put all their resources into rebuilding like hospitals or schools or you know yeah. things that society needs the big danger, I think, with the Minutemen being like if they got a lot of power is they mm-hmm. seem to be run by like one figurehead. So like after your character dies or I mean, depending on how you roleplay your character, like if there is someone in charge of the Minutemen who is corrupt or not good, <laughs> that could destabilize the entire Minutemen right. and the systems they run on or that could end up becoming a force where they decide who's in and who's out. You know, I could see it also. I mean, it sort of you could they sort of said something similar after uh, Becker's died, or you know, mm-hmm. Becker's can't went out. It sort of happened though, and then your character comes, you know, after the last one, after after you go through the vaults within the castle, and you see the the, the last general had just drinking, you know, dead. I mean, dead, but drinking. Well, he locked himself in there so that he couldn't be captured or something. I guess. Trying to no, 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 it was to seal it off. That's right. Because of the yeah, so fire they couldn't alerts get to the... that, that were coming in. Yeah. No, you're thinking of the so... guy who 
gave them up in Quincy. Yeah, that guy. That mm-hmm. guy was an asshole. Yeah, but he wasn't in charge. I mean, he was a he was in charge of a. Oops, okay. I swore. Whoopsie, troops whoopsie. or whatever, but he wasn't like the guy. Oh, no. well. okay, keep it's it better out. when you don't draw attention to it. Yeah, as I was saying, just <laughs> oh, keep drawing no. attention to it. Oh, I um, said, I said ass. Oh no, I can't believe I said that. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, we're, we're, we're a PG. I, I think we're allowed one. Yeah, we're allowed one. Everybody gets one. So I, I said my piece. Cool. Okay. Short, right. sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's I take st- a break yeah. and uh, come back with uh, Jax's opinion. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found. All right, we're back. And today we're talking about what we think Fallout 4 would look like after our involvement based on how we finished the game, like who we sided with. And Jax is up next to talk about uh, who he think, who he sided with and how he thinks that that would look after. Go for Are it. we ready? Are we ready? I keep hitting the button like I'm talking in Discord. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Uh, anyway, so uh, the way I see it is I would probably go with the, well, uh, I, I went with the Brotherhood of Steel. Because, well, I'm kind of brotherhood all the way as much as I can. Yeah, you know. Well, and so I don't look at the brotherhood as like these tyrants that they're made out to be. Um, Mind you, I'm I'm kind of of the old school of where brotherhood started from. Yeah, I don't see that civilians should be running around with super high technical, you know, weapons and running around and causing havoc. Because let's face it, that's what they do with it. You know, you guys even want the toasters. Come on. Well, so there's a point where it kind of gets a little crazy. Yeah, sure. But (laughs) so there's got to be an equal medium somewhere along the line. Now, going with the assumption that we've whooped everybody's butt and there's nobody, I mean, other than, you know, small factions here and there. But for the most part, we've got the Brotherhood of Steel in control. Now, to achieve this, the Brotherhood can, we cannot do these things on our own. All right, so all these other factions would have to sit down at the table at some point. So I would see that the Brotherhood of Steel would sit down with, you know, either the Enclave, you know, which, you know, Enclave is very kind of, you know, in their ways. You get rid of the president, though, and you le- you get you make them leaderless. And those guys are probably more likely to sit down at the table and have a conversation. So I would say that the Brotherhood of Steel managed to assert their dominance and show that their, you know, their strength is there and then forced everybody to sit down and have a conversation on, look, we can't control everything. 
We're going to garrison every area to make sure that it's policed in a proper way. But we want you people to run your own areas as you see fit following our guidelines. And if you follow our guidelines without any obstructions and you, you know, stay within the realms, we won't come and mess with you. We want you to build society back up again. That's what we want to see. But we don't want you guys doing it with crazy laser rifles and no nukes at all. We need to get this back the way we had it and better than we had it. And if we're going to do that, we need to work together as a unit with this. That's how I see the Brotherhood of Steel going forward once they've ad- uh, established some sort of uh, dominance. I mean, that was kind of where Maxon was going with this when he first started all of it. You know, he, exactly. he wasn't he wasn't crazy like his what third son, I think it was. It was the one that kind of went overboard with the technology thing. Yes, you guys should have access to technology to be able to sustain yourself to live and to protect yourself. But if we, the Brotherhood, are garrisoned in every one of your towns and there's some of us in every place, you don't need heavy, high powered weapons. You need something to hunt with. Right. So you can have your, you know, your. You know, five, five, six rifles and things like that. You know, that's fine. But you don't need plasma rifles or, you know, rail guns or anything like that. We all cover the military aspect of things. We want you to be your own civilian government elements in your areas. And yes, there is a point where you would answer to us if something was to go wrong. But when it comes to civilian situations, that's you to handle. You you govern yourself. You police yourselves. But at some point, if you get out of hand. That's when we step in, or if somebody's attacking you, then we step in to protect you. That's all we're there for. So I have a question. What would what do you guys think would happen? Let's say, like, because Jax is drawing this comparison between civilian life or governing themselves and the Brotherhood are there kind of like uh overviewing the whole thing. What happens when the civilian uh civilization starts to get to a point where they're redeveloping technology that is on the level that the Brotherhood would would go and acquire you know like they're they're going all these places they're finding technology and they're keeping it for themselves so they can make sure that it doesn't fall in the wrong hands well what happens when society at large not just like a little faction here there but society at large starts developing technology again on that level do you think the brotherhood of steel is going to insert themselves saying like nope we're in charge of this or do you think that they're going to let them have ownership of the things that they've made i would think there would be some sort of oversight committee created so yes, I I think that that would lead to a lot of conflict, right? Because if like the civilian potentially, society, yeah, because mm-hmm. they I mean they've developed it, they own it, they made it themselves, they did the it, research and figured it out how all to make boiled, it. It would all boil down to the leadership and how the yeah. leadership. Cho- I mean, it it always boils down to who's in control. So not so much the faction, but the leaders in those factions are the ones that dictate policy. So if you know you've got a president that's completely out of his flipping mind. And wants to go push the buttons of every other country, then we might end up in World War Three. Yeah. So oh, then sorry. it would be. Sorry. So then, <laughs> I guess it would kind of lead to a conflict where Brotherhood of Steel would either have to take over and make themselves in charge, and it would no longer be the separation of civilian life and them, or they would have to find a way to integrate Brotherhood of Steel back into society again. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So an oversight committee would be groups. There would be certain leaders from each and every one of the groups come together to create kind of a coalition, you know, like a UN in a sense, you know, their own version of the United Nations. Sort of like technology regulation group or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean. An oversight committee. (laughs) Right. Sounds like you'd have to also hammer out like jurisdiction and things like that, too. 
Yeah. Well, no, I think assuming the everyone gets along. Themselves. Well, yeah. Right. As long as everybody is well, and so the way do you get everybody to get along is everybody's got to have a seat at the table. If everyone's right. got a seat at the table and their voice is heard, then their opinion is heard, then you can get a consensus. And that's how it's supposed to work. You know, and if yeah. you can get these, you know, if you can get these guys to sit at the table and have a conversation intelligently. Now, mind you, yeah, are they always going to get agree? No. But even if they disagree, there's always going to be concessions made to make it okay. Okay, I'm not getting what I want, but I'm getting something else that I may need to push us in that direction, possibly getting what I want down the road. You mm -hmm. know, and that's that's politics. You know, yeah. that, that the politics is give and take. You know, and it's not all about, I know a lot of, you know, especially in today's society, we spend a lot of time looking at our governments and our politics as a bad thing. We would not be where we are as a society if we did not have politics and government and these groups that they, they govern us. Those are the ones that are sitting down at the table going, is this right for us? Is this right for you? Now, if you vote the wrong person into position, you're going to get bad decisions. So it is on you. That's why I laugh when people go and start complaining about government stuff. And then you go, okay, so who did you vote for? I didn't vote. Yeah. Well, then your opinion means you can't nothing. Complain. <laughs> if you don't vote, you can't complain. Yeah. So, and it's the same premise there. You know what I mean? Now, mind you, there's a lot of people out there that think my vote doesn't matter. Okay, well, but that might be the didn't case. It, didn't Hitler win by one vote? I can't remember. Somewhat important won by a single vote. <laughs> it was probably Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> Something crazy. I don't know. But, but, you know, I mean, but the, the fact of the matter remains is if you have a system of government and you have the right people in place, your odds are pretty good that you're going to come out okay. And yes, you're going to have your corrupt elements. But if you, if you have oversight committees watching over those corrupt elements, then you can pretty much weed them out. Idealistically, yes. You know, is it going to happen? Hell, if I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the Brotherhood would have a hard time letting go of a lot of that control because they would eventually mm -hmm. have to at some point. But I mean, like, idealistically, they would do that's that. Why and that's why you do over time. Yeah. That's why it's done over time. And you have yeah. people put in place. Like, so you have the squires or scribes. Is that, scribes sorry. Yeah. You have the scribes the squires. who are, are more intellectually based as opposed to the knights who are more military based. So they've already got that within their own faction. You know what I mean? They've got that, that equal medium. Now, if you grab both of those and you put them in with the Commonwealth and, you know, the technology guys, I don't know what Institute. And, you know, if you have all these people at the table, the intellectual minds are going to kind of win out for the most part over time. Now, the, time. yeah, I yeah. mean, the Institute Russell wins right away. Your 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 brawn your your you know brazen attitudes and those kind of things those are the things that conquer that create situations. Nah, whoever the has that the main it, PC I, is the winner. Well, we and, just got to figure out who the main PC is in the world, and then we'll be good. We're all NPCs, you and me. Yeah. Well, once they <laughs> intellectuals win over time, that's how it works, seems to work. The intellectual elements always seem to win out over time. Okay, great. That was a good. That was a good discussion. I actually got me thinking about that. That was the long-term goals of the. Thanks of the for playing. Yeah. Next, I, I liked it. Next person. Uh, gee, who's next? 
Sassy, you're the last one. Sassy, you're be. last. Save the best for you. last. Man, the stress of hosting this episode is really getting to you. Like, you... Yeah, I know, is, right? It is getting to me, especially <laughs> since uh, Maverick took mine. So I have to, I have to kind of muddle my way through another. Because Come on, girl, speculate. Pick railroad I or raiders. Speculate. Minutemen. Speculate. All right. So well, we do you we have anything it? to add to the Minutemen one that Maverick didn't bring up? No, he made good points. He made good points, and I think that that's I would have done this. So, like with Minutemen, I feel like they would have because they were all about building up settlements and helping settlers, and I feel like that they would have tried to rebuild society, rebuild. Uh, you know what people needed so being that trade and medical care and getting food to people and um you know things like that infrastructure but yeah your basic infrastructure that's what they were focused on and i feel like that's what they would continue building now whether they ever got around to government and things like that probably See, that's where I'd, i think that the minutemen would fail long term is they don't have anything built in to get to handle corruption, right? Like, look what happened right. at Quincy. But there was nothing, to, yeah. There's nothing built in to handle corruption, but I think eventually, the general or whoever would have to say, "This is not my bag. I'm military, and I don't run. I don't police settlements. I don't run settlements. I don't. I don't run a country or whatever." So I think somebody would eventually have to say you know the people should have an election or something and then because i think the general will recognize i've always been military i am the head of the the military or the whatever that they have as far as being a military this is my thing and that's all i do and they would know that hey this is uh a job for somebody that i can answer to who is going to also be in charge of all the communities and everything else. So basically a new president or a new governor or whatever of the time. Hmm. And hopefully maybe encourage the people of each settlement to maybe have their own point person or like a mayor. Because I mean, look, you already have a mayor in, in a good neighbor because uh, he elected himself or they elected. I don't remember how that went <laughs> yeah. down. <laughs> you got Diamond City as well. But then what yeah, happens when yeah. a settlement doesn't want to play ball and they want to start taking over other settlements? Yeah, and that's where then that's something that falls under the purview of the Minutemen because that's you know they're kind of like a police force and they they understand conflict right so yeah. that's that's but once they start they entering into those situations then whether they like it or not they're making the decisions so that's like yeah oh, that's tough but that might yeah and I feel like that's probably not I feel like they would rather somebody else make that decision yeah you're right and they then they just would. follow orders you know. They would want like that governor to say, hey, we got to stop these two, make them go play nice. And well, then they would just follow the orders. Like the Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah. the Brotherhood of Steel is also military. It's true. But the Brotherhood of Steel, I think they have long term game going. I think they would last longer. But the Minutemen just want to keep they they have they want to keep the peace until someone else sets up civilization. Well, Which, I, hey, that, like, I mean, so, that's that's fine. That's an that's an approach. I'm not saying. Right. But I feel one. the way like Jaxus is talking about, like he's got the brotherhood and then they have like the on the ground people like the you know this is your local stuff that would be your minutemen your local minutemen uh I, I, that's yeah. what i'm talking about yeah like your local be... people would be your minutemen and they're the ones who are like kind of the on the ground and then they answer to i guess the brotherhood but then you still have mm -hmm. to have that like governing person 
Well, well, so, it's kind of like the police and and then the army, right? So like minute, it's just like our government and, we have here. It's right. You have a military element and you have a, a mm-hmm. civilian element. The yeah. civilian element would have their own police forces that kind yeah. of handle themselves and their infrastructure, but yeah. the Brotherhood of Steel element, which would be the military element, would handle mainly your uh, international, intergovernmental yeah. elements of keeping the peace between each faction. So well, not you, only like, that, but like you're looking at this is like the Commonwealth. So the Minutemen are like kind of policing the Commonwealth for who would hopefully have a governor of the Commonwealth. And then your brotherhood is going to keep peace between the Commonwealth and like the Capital Wasteland and Appalachia and wherever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know all, why Ginger's dying laughing. Really probably sure. looking at uh, Maverick. Maybe. Um, but <laughs> so to have all of these, that's why I was talking about like a coalition or a UN type group, because that UN group would be the oversight committee of all of it, which would be yeah. over the Brotherhood of Steel, would be over the Commonwealth, would be over. So that group of all the common elements together as a unit would be the ones dictating the pace. It'd be like, no. Brotherhood is still, you need to do this. And yeah. this is an ingredient of your leadership who's mm-hmm. saying, yes, I agree with this as a unit. Now, if he disagreed and he was like, no, screw you guys. And then there would be conflict within the UN group, but that would have to be handled within the group. Once mm-hmm. that group comes up with a decision, that mm-hmm. decision is final. Right. And that's what they're going with. And all factions need to adhere to that because all of their leadership has to be in agreement with it. That's yeah. where I would be with that kind of thing. Yeah, and that makes sense. Cool. And and that's the right way to do it because I don't think like nobody's going to sign on to anything 100% if they don't have a buy-in, if they don't have a say. No, they have to have they or have they to have a seat at the table. Have an opinion, right? If yeah, they, they at have. least didn't you know like even like you said even if they don't go with your plan, if you weren't at least heard, then you know, nobody's going to buy in. But at least if you can say, hey, here's my idea. And then somebody says, yeah, that's not going to work because, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, nobody's going to just blindly follow somebody else. But when they can all sit down and discuss it, that makes uh, for a better community. Takes the blinders off. Yeah, hmm. it does. It makes a, a much better community, I think. And hmm. more more likely to succeed. But that's... That's probably what I think like Minutemen would try to do in the future. I feel like what other factions could you side with? Like there the was railroad. the railroad and then the raiders from the Nuka World DLC. Yeah, was... see now I I killed them because I went through and killed every last one of them because yeah, it's true, but you can side with them and I'm pretty sure you can yeah, go back I to know the you can, but the thing is is like but you shouldn't is what you're no, saying. No, it's no. The thing was is like I worked too hard on my settlements to like turn around and like just give shit away. I'm like, no, sorry. No, I know. I don't know a lot of I should go back and do that because it seems like a fun idea. <laughs> when have Preston hate you? <laughs> That's fine. And take I'll away just take your, him as my, your generalship. I, I'll just take him as my advisor or something. Be like, here you go, dude. I spared you. Yeah, I was just like, no, I worked too hard on my settlements to have to like just turn them into slaves for you. I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, I could have, I wish I could have kept because Nuka World was kind of boring after all the raiders were gone. But I wish I could have kept them there and just like they had like a raider settlement, but it, it, you know, you had to be all in. And I didn't like that. Uh, Raiders would have to be rehabilitated or eliminated. Exactly. I mean, you should have been able to like try and rehabilitate them, or at least just keep them in there. And what is that noise? 
I think it's Maverick. Okay, well, while we're talking about it, Mav, you're uh, you've got some noises bleeding through that are come. Mute yourself. Thank um, you. So railroad, uh, I'm not really sure. Like, what would they do once the institute is gone? Like, would they just? I'm sure they would like try and spend their last, you know, try and round up all the rest of the synths and I don't know, brainwash them. Yeah, honestly, that's probably they would just be like, let's get synths, and then they would they would dissolve. But then what? Yeah, it's like they have no future. Yeah, the way I look at it, like there's no future for them. They'll they'll finish what they started, and that's it. They're done because the institute's gone. There's no point for them. So I don't feel like yeah, it was Diamond City and Good Neighbor would essentially become the main power in the area at that point. Yeah, or or another faction that comes in from somewhere else. And of course, I think we mentioned it somewhere that the Minutemen just stay; like nobody kills them off. They just stay. Yeah, they stay so, no matter what. Yeah, I think I can't. You remember. It's been a long. I, I don't time think there's the a way to <laughs> kill them. I mean, it's been a while, but still, I don't think there's an option to kill the Minutemen off. <laughs> I think there is. Maybe I don't remember. Unless we well, use console commands, and then we can go in and kill Preston Garvey. Yes, probably. then you just go around typing the kill all button over and over again. <laughs> Preston Garvey. Preston I want Garvey. An empty. I want an empty Commonwealth. I want just me oh, walking God. around as the debug me alone? god. Eh, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> me and McCready walk in the wasteland together. Nah, I gotta have uh-huh. a couple others hanging out. Nick and coward. Huh? Get rid of all of them. No, no, uh yeah, I don't know. Should I go like back Kate. and play the game. She's I fun. the last time I played Fallout 4, I was I was trying to do survival mode. I don't think I finished it. It was I don't know. It was years ago. Anyways. They're doing I don't know. I, I just went back and did three. Uh I did you do it in survival four. mode? Oh, I love three. I always do it as, as hard as I can make it. I don't. I'm yeah. a wuss. Yeah. I'm Most a games I play, I try to play them. Now, mind you, I don't tend to like play certain games on like nightmare because it's yeah. ridiculous ridiculous it's not all play well not uh, to me depends on what it is you know some games it, it, it once you've played it on you know above normal and then gone to like nightmare you know then it might be good but like if you're playing like diablo on nightmare nah. wow yeah <laughs> that could be a little bit tough yeah but then again it depends on how hardcore you are hmm. not very hardcore <laughs> yeah. i'm squishy I'm well, I'm a story guy. I like stories. That's so me. I like That's story. why I don't like to play it on super hard because then I'm like, I'm then you miss out on the story. While I'm trying I do to, like, enjoy a little a bit though. I do enjoy a little bit though figuring out how like the algorithms of the game works and how the numbers work in the background yeah, and then kind of like manipulating guy. it for yourself. You know, like, oh yeah, I maximize my stats in this area. And now all I have to do is shoot you once with a pistol and I blow up. You know, oh, like, I yeah, I've, that's like I've that's like when you play that. Skyrim and you level your sneak and your dagger skills so much that it's just it, it's like stupidly good. Well, that's my <laughs> Fallout 76 character right now. Her sneak is so good. I just like walk amongst I like walk right by super mutants and I'm like, peace. The, the dog's sniffing and I'm like, yeah, you don't notice anything, do you? I know. I see. And that that to me is fun. I do like that. I, I like story and stuff, but like maxing a character out to a ridiculous level. That's that's fun too. Yeah, I've been playing a game called Medieval Dynasty. Very I cool. Saw, game. I saw that you've been playing that. Yeah, yeah, very cool game. Was elevator pitch that one for me? What's that? Yes, elevator that pitch that one. Seconds. I don't know what it is. So it is a well, the easy thing to say is it's a sim in a lot of ways. Uh, so you're you're creating your own town, 
and you are it's a in kind of a first person you can pull it back to third person mode if you want but you're wandering around in this um medieval kind of foresty area and you it goes through the seasons and uh you build up your your own house your own town your own township whatever you want to call it and you can bring villagers in and they make different they craft different uh, uh, items for you you can buy and sell there's a good commerce element a lot of crafting a lot of uh good um money uh commerce things going on in that regard you can go fishing you know it's a very pretty world you know um graphically it's not super over the top like great graphics yeah. of course that might be because of my computer i don't know but um it's not bad i enjoy it and uh there's a lot to do like there, there's just like, i'm constantly finding new things to do and um one of the things about the game that I've found is it, you got to slow down. Don't try to hurry up and get things done. Cause it's when it says dynasty, what happens is, is you get a family, you have a kid and you raise your kid. And then when you eventually die, your kid takes over where you left off. Oh, that's cool. So it's, it, like it, it's a generational game. And uh, so, but it's just, it's a very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, engrossing yeah yeah it. It, it'll pull you into the game like it's, it's pretty addictive <laughs> cool but uh i've had a lot of fun playing it sounds like yeah. my kind of game <laughs> yeah and, and you can just kind of walk and you can do almost nothing too you can just kind of wander around mind you you got to feed yourself and i mean there's some things that are unrealistic like um you could in the middle of a snowstorm jump in the lake to clean yourself <laughs> <laughs> And well, without, dying or freezing, freezing to death? death? Wow. Yeah. I mean, you, you can drink yourself, water so. from pretty much anywhere that has water. You, you don't, don't get to, dysentery? Like, no, no, <laughs> nothing like that. But, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, to me, it's just a fun game. I've had a lot of fun playing it. Matt, Sassy, I'd ask what you're playing, but you're always playing the same thing. Well, she I... sometimes is playing the Hogwarts game. Yeah. I saw you wish listed it. Who did? Jax's. Jax's wishlisted. When I sign yeah. on, it says it says one friend wishlisted this game or something like that. But yeah, I oh, the, still the haven't jumped game? back into it. I got to jump back the into Hogwarts the game. game. I I put it's it down. Good. I don't um, know why. I am bit, I am like this close to finishing it one time, but I've already started two other characters. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like putting off finishing it. I guess because it makes me sad that I've almost finished it, and I'm like oh, ninety. Eight ninety eight ninety nine percent of the game because there's like so many different things that you can find or do in the game and I've just been like doing everything and so I think there's like one chest that I haven't found or one page or something that I haven't found at Hogwarts it's like one thing I'm missing yeah. and then of course then I have to go through the last battle and that'll probably take it to a hundred so because there's like yeah, yeah like I guess they could buy eventually, though. Yeah, I think I'm going to finish it because I've already got two other kids. So I'm playing as my my usual house Hufflepuff. That's my house. Hufflepuff? I'm a Hufflepuff. Yes. What the hell's a Hufflepuff? What, what's a Hufflepuff? Oh, is it a Harry Potter actual thing? Because like, yeah. Um, man, I, I, Hogwarts I, I, Legacy. 
Hogwarts Castle, you know, the four houses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I know Gryffindor and Slytherin. So it's like, that's oh, well, there's also Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Sure. And it's all based on all right. different traits. Mine is like dedication and, and loyalty. And my, uh, my level of nerddom is a little less, I guess. I guess. Depends on the thing. So I made yeah. a Ravenclaw character, which is like my second strongest house, I think. And then I made a Slytherin because I was like, I want to be a bad girl. And I haven't made a Gryffindor character yet. Can we get that as a soundbite and just like, I want to be a bad girl. The, I want to be a bad girl. I want to be a bad girl. I could do a good one for you. If <laughs> just, you want a just, sound no, bite. I don't. I want, I, I, want the, I want the authentic one that you did just now <laughs> out of context everywhere. That's... <laughs> we'll have to clip it for you. Yeah. Um, I want to put it in my podcast and no one's going to understand. Why. <laughs> no, like, who is this person? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, but um, I what was I thinking about? I don't know. Okay, so we'll wrap if you, it up. If you've been hanging on this long, everyone, thank God you. Bless you. Thank you for listening. God bless you. <laughs> this is the Fallout Roundtable. I'm Ginger. We'll be come back. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Have a good week, y'all. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.